dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of best beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au. That's Tune, the number one, .com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor. yeah buddy it is brl the podcast thanks to Tune1.com.au, a beats station out of Perth, Western Australia, featuring some of the best content on radio in general. Going for one of those narrow casts next year as well, so you will be able to hear it on a wireless, but uh, definitely get around it, especially if you like beats from uh, hip-hop to EDM to reggae to R&B to all of it. Our Sundays are a pretty cool mixed bag, by the way, as well. Check it out, tune1.com.au. Now, we got a double header this week on the show. No episode last week because I wanted to combine these two because uh, we will be having a chat with Concepts in just a sec, but he wanted to do it like as profesh as possible. This is like seven minutes of like super tight content, which is what he wanted. Uh, for BRL to write his new record, Colourful Language. Also, by the way, this week, a sponsor of the BRL podcast. And on top of that, uh, a full-fledged wild conversation. Uh, It is uh, tangent central between myself and Big Red Cap. But that is also your podcast this week as well. So two guests, a doubleheader. First up, we'll chat to Concepts and then... We'll be having a chat to Big Red Cap about his upcoming new album as well. Check it out. It's BRL, son. It is a BRL all across Australia on the Community Radio Network. Now joining us on the phone, a gentleman who's just dropped a brand new record. It's called Colourful Language. And he's now joining us for a chat. Concepts, welcome back to the program. Hey, how are you? I am good. I'm good. Now, uh, this brand new record of yours, it's been out for about a week now. So uh, how are you feeling uh, initially of uh, it being out there? How's the feedback? Are you enjoying the numbers? How's it all been going for you? A lot of time, money and energy into a project. You want it to be perfect and nothing's ever going to be perfect. I understand that. But I feel like I've put out the best record I, ha- I could possibly do in this moment of time. Uh, it really feels like this could be the best record I've ever made. And um, the feedback's been great. I'm just really grateful and really happy it's connecting with people. The fact that people are taking time out of their day to listen to my music is a real spin out. So. I'm really happy with the feedback and and how it's been received. I will say that I actually do think this is your uh, best work to date. I I think this is an excellent record. And uh, just even uh, promotional-wise, the sort of stuff that you've uh, sent my way in regards to all of that, I'm like, he's he's dead serious, 100% wanting this to be your best work so far. As you were sort of saying, like the, the sort of time and whatever that you've put into it, um, was that was that the thing that you thought about when making this record in the first place? Once the music 
was finished and mastered. I want on promoting, uh, running some content, trying to build my brand, uh, network with people. Uh, so that includes like, you know, I wanted a press kit. Uh, I wanted professional photos. I wanted the film clips. I wanted to get all my ads ready uh, before the album dropped and then hit the ground running. So with my last record, I, I felt like I rushed a lot of that stuff and I, I wanted to learn from that and do do what I did there, but better. So that includes better beats, uh, better recording, mixing, mastering, artwork, film clips. I wanted to I wanted to level up, and I feel like I've done that with this record. For the most part, produced by Sester. So uh, how did that relationship uh, gain steam? It, like You guys have both been around uh, for quite a while in the scene. So uh, how did you guys get that one going? I, I hit him up just as a fan, first and foremost, obviously complimenting on some beats that he'd been putting up. And I hit him up and said, actually sent me his catalogue. I think I grabbed the, man, the, the beat I used for Man of Steel. I remember hearing that on, on Instagram and I was really feeling it. I was like, man, I'd love to rap on this beat. So I ended up just buying it off him. That was the first track we did together. And it's a guy I've always looked up to as a producer, as an MC, as a songwriter, as an artist. And to hear some feedback coming back instantly, it sort of gave me a buzz and gave me motivation. And I was, it felt, it felt like he was uh, co-signing some of the stuff I was doing. So it really inspired me to do more. So I hit him up for more. I ended up buying about eight, nine beats off him. And each beat I wanted to treat the same as the first one. So I wanted to nail a concept. I wanted to nail my delivery. I wanted to have a, a theme. I wanted each track to feel like a certified banger. So it was really that first track that sprung board the, the whole album and then it sort of rolled on from there. But yeah, enough, enough respect to that dude. Just a, just a workhorse and a, and a genius. He's got that alchemy uh, with his production and he really nails it. So yeah, not, enough respect to Sester. Album launches. Now, uh, South Australia um, seems to be pretty open. Are you planning to possibly uh, get out and do some shows locally at least? I tried. Well, we did throw a show in June, full steam ahead. We had Shook on the bill, Goobsy, uh, myself and Paddy headlined. And it was really just to give myself an opportunity. It was around that time where club was sort of in limbo. I went to the Frankie D album launch, him and Pound to the Credit, did an album launch probably three weeks earlier. And I hit the promoter and said, look, man, I feel like I could do something similar. Would you be keen? It was a really cool venue in Adelaide, Jack and Jill's. And he was like, yeah, man, let's do it. So did promoting and headlining. So it was really a learning experience. But if I look back and think, would I do that again? I'd definitely be keen. But for an album launch, I'd probably want to do it a bit bigger uh, with someone that's probably had a bit more experience. So... If anyone's out there that's keen to, to link up and perhaps talk about an album launch, I'll be hell keen. But as far as throwing in myself, perhaps not. I'm, I'm sort of putting my energy into other areas in the music business at the moment. So, but who knows? Um, if, if nothing comes along, uh, perhaps 
early next year when things open up, it could be a real goer. Indeed. So um, how do people support this? Like, uh, is there hard copies going to be available? I know it's already on Bandcamp, so people can definitely go and uh, purchase it that way. And, uh, of course, the streaming. But uh, where do people find this record? Me and my mate Dennis, DNA Creative Media, I've done four videos for this album. Uh, the video for Dusty, Dark Web, At The Pub, and the latest video, Get Down, featuring my good friend Paddy. Uh, we wanted to put the visual aspect across. I think that's almost a requirement in the in the modern music yes. uh, game. So I didn't want to... I didn't, I didn't do physicals because the fact is I just put my money into, into the visuals. So it's a streaming platforms so spotify is my main game i want to try and push my spotify out there apple music obviously and then Bandcamp, as you mentioned but if people want to really support go hit up the videos push them out there that would be absolutely awesome definitely go and grab this record it's uh, one of the better ones of 2021 it is called Colorful Language by Concepts well we're going to play another track from it right now and thanks concepts for joining us on brl thanks for what you do for the scene man it's much appreciated peace concepts is back with a brand new album colorful language featuring dusty and the new single get down with patty Produced by Sesta, Colorful Language is available now, streaming everywhere, and proud sponsor of BRL, son. Get down, get down, get down, get down, get down. It is BRL all across Australia on the Community Radio Network. And now joining us a little under the weather, but not the Rona, uh, <laughs> even though you are in the part of the world that you're in right now, which is, you know, I was like, oh, I hope that's not anything bad for you. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're a Sydney lad and, uh, well, we're now talking to Big Red Cap. How you doing? First things first. Yes, mate. I'm good, mate. I'm good. Now, How are you, are you? Not too bad. Are you feeling any better or is it just like the sniffles because, you know? Oh, it's just one of them. It's one of them ones, isn't it? Like, I've just got a bit of a scratchy. I, got, I went and got a test just in case it was negative, so I'm all good. But my daughter, she's she's you know, like five months old, so she's yeah. been going to daycare and she just brings back every possible thing that you can imagine. <laughs> and when she God. gets it, I get it, and it's just never ends, yeah. Oh, dear. I'm, uh, yeah, I, 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 I await those days. One day, those days will be me where it will be like, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll be like all sniffly and like, oh, you're sick. I'm like, yeah, the the child brought it in. It, like everyone. Oh, I- man. And you know what? My son, I mean, this is pretty random. I don't know if, <laughs> don't know if you care, but my son, he's, uh, he's three. But when he was young, he had that like really big um, tonsils. He had like the biggest tonsils ever. Oh. And uh, he got like every single possible flu you could ever imagine oh. until he had his tonsils removed. And then once he got them removed, he didn't get one for almost the whole of last year. And uh, well, the whole of this year, I suppose I should say. I, but yeah, now that I've got my uh, daughter, like it's come back and I'm like, oh yeah, this crap. I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, actually I am uh, really, really uh, familiar with horrendous tonsils there's a significant difference in my voice between like the years of 2004 and 6 and now 
you can hear in like the yeah. old interviews, it sounds a little bit more like this because, yeah, I had the same issue. I At 22 or 23, I actually just finally said, just cut them out, man. Just yeah, yeah. I mean, it's rough. I mean, obviously, you know how rough it is as well. Like, I had to stay in the hospital with him for a couple of nights. He wasn't having the best time, but it was all worth it in the end because he's been so healthy. But the doctors and that, they were all like, they kept coming over saying, these are the biggest tonsils we've ever had in this Oof, hospital. He holds the that's record. Bad. That's well, what they were saying. When so, they're saying that, I was like, oh my God. Oof, poor kid. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I know exactly where, well, I know exactly where uh, he's coming from. So, uh, shouts you, little you go. man. Got through well, it. Hopefully, hopefully uh, Ada doesn't have it as well. If she, if she has the same thing, then. Uh, you have to go for it all again. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... Hopefully it's not hereditary. Yeah, don't even treat it, just out. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. That's my advice that's to anyone. The The next couple out. of weeks are going to just suck, but it's not going to be like just constant sore throats. Exactly. Gargling mouthwash and Bennett. It's the worst. Uh, but anyway, exactly. uh, welcome to Tonsil Radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go see your dentist now. Oh, absolutely, and that, it, that that's also a problem as well. Like, um, if you get uh, issues with any kind of uh, teeth issues as well, that acts up as yeah. well. So if you get your, um, what do you call it, the wisdom teeth through, that makes it yeah. just as bad as well. So that's right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, if you're if you're a kid and they give you the option, oh, I don't really want surgery. It's the best thing. I wish I did it Just when get I was a kid. It done. Just get it done. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Now, um, let's actually talk about um, the relevant things to this audience. Let's yes. talk about uh, you and Losty, album number yes. two. Um, now album look- number two, mate. We are back. We are back after a longer time than we originally expected, but, you know, the Rona pretty much threw a spanner in the original plans and mm. then uh, we had to kind of recalibrate. But we did, and now, you know, it's done. It's ready. It's in the can. It's coming out. Mm. <laughs> Indeed, and uh, people are going to get a, a first listen to this real soon as well. So um, there's your exciting moment for everybody that we're going to get you um, a couple of world premieres in a sec. But uh, the, the last record, um, bit of a surprise hit, um, you know, d- topped charts and everything. So um, it did, yeah. Uh, are you are you? looking forward to uh, maybe some kind of success once again? Like, do you... I mean, I, to be honest, I do not anticipate that now because I think, like, even then it was kind of hard to figure out how to buy the album. Like, people were going to iTunes and that and they were, they were like, how do you buy it? I don't understand. I can't buy it. I don't know how to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I think now, like, they've pretty much almost completely axed it. Like, now, if you go there, it just turns into Apple Music every time and you have to, like, jump through, like, a million hoops to get to the point where you might be able to buy the album. So I don't think it's going to be like that. It's just going to be nice to finally have it out. Everyone can just stream it wherever they want, you know. Like, sometimes you get lucky and uh, the songs that you put out, they ride the wave and, you know, they end up in playlists or wherever they do. Sometimes songs don't do that and they just slither out. And I don't know, it's like too many things came out that day and yours doesn't slide through. But either way, all the fans that have been waiting, they'll mm. finally get to listen to it. And that's, that's all that I feel about anyway. You yeah, know? It's, so no, the answer is no. Yeah. I'm not anticipating <laughs> that it's going to be the same. But it, I am glad it's coming out. 
but it was it, it, it was just like one of those uh, it was one of those things where I was like, whoa, okay, cool, because uh, you know Losty's been around for a minute, and uh, you know you at least in Australia uh, as an artist, you know for a bunch shorter time, but. Yeah, it was it was just one of those yeah big underground surprises where we're like, oh, okay, we've got a legitimate charting hit here on iTunes. Yeah, and it was good for us too because it, it did help us kind of just move forward a little bit from doing what we were doing. You know, we went and did a, a few shows with Draft afterwards, which was really cool, mm. and like we just did some really dope stuff. You know, and it just. It was just one. It was just just a really nice thing to know that it had connected with a bunch of people as well, you know. So I mean, we couldn't have asked for anything better when that happened. And um, yeah, as I say, I don't. I mean, the same thing almost can't happen at the moment because the the sure as hell ain't really any shows in that going on right now down here. You know, (laughs) they're starting to open up now, but it ain't going to be the same. Like it's going to be a while before we can. Like we. We can't really organise an album launch and stuff like we did last yeah. time. Like last time, our album launch, we did it at a place called Hustle and Flow down here. I don't know if you've been to Hustle and Flow. I've heard about this venue, and um, yeah, I think yeah. I've heard about this venue. I think really, you- really grassroots hip hop kind of venue. You know what I mean? Like mm. we wanted to do it somewhere like that because it was like really intimate. Mm. And when we did it last time, it was cool. Like lots of people in there. You know, it's not that big either so when everyone's there like it really feels like an off you know so uh yeah like we would love to have done it there again but it's just way too difficult to do it like logistically at the moment this time like with everything going on it's just not feasible but we will do it like when everything's like i think in the new year we'll, we'll try and do one then even though it's a bit late after the album comes out at least people will know the songs then so they can sing along, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, when things open up again, although they are starting to open up over there for you guys, I say over there because, uh, you know, if, if anyone who's new to this show, I'm from Perth, uh, so we've yeah. pretty much been You've open. You've been living the dream out there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I, I look at everyone's uh, you know, darkening and uh, the statuses and, uh, you know, uh, either far-flying conspiracy theories or, um, you know, just the, the general sort of like depression of being locked down for almost a year, like uh, yeah. our Victorian friends. It's, yeah, it's it's been rough reading for the most part. Um, it's sort mm. of made me not like a lot of like uh, social media that much anymore. I'm like, oh, if I didn't have BRL. Uh, it's so divisive, man. Like, yeah, it's, it's not even a conversation I even have with anyone. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like I don't want to talk about it. It's mm. just like... There's people that think this, there's people that think that. Yeah. Everyone's going to, like, no one's going to get anywhere arguing on Facebook. Like, it's just not going to happen because their whole feed is telling them that they're right. And the other person's feed is telling them they're right. That's what the algorithm does. So they're always going to butt heads when they meet the other person, you know? It's never going to help. And you, know, you know what's weird is like I I have a, a lot of people who might be in that sort of uh, anti-vax kind of club. I'm not that at all. I actually literally got my jab yesterday, so yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. Um, you know, I, I did have a headache this morning and blah blah blah. You know, symptoms of somebody <laughs> shooting a brand new disease into you, watered down. I get it. I wanted to wait a little bit. I wanted to see how it went a bit more with the general pub, but uh, well, there's a mandate over here for uh, fly-in, fly-out workers. I do that for a living, so 
got to get yeah. a needle. I'm like, fun. Got to get it done, man. Thanks, state dad. Sometimes uh, <laughs> you got to roll the dice, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty, I've got to roll the dice or uh, be unemployed, essentially. So. Thank, That's thanks, pretty man. much it. That's I, the way I it's gone. That. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel. I mean, I I mean, it's it's definitely impacted lots of people different ways. I mean, me, like I only worked three days, and the rest of the time I made music, which mm. didn't stop me from making music. So that was fine because I had the studio in my house, um, and my job I could do from home. So when I do work those three days a week, that hasn't changed. Like my, so I have been fine. Yes, my wife was also able to work from home. So. You know, but then Lofty is like the opposite, the flip. So it really hit him hard because his whole his whole life is based around, you know, he's got the poster business, he's got, he does hosting, DJing, shows. Like, that's all he does. Like, all his income was based around the entertainment industry, which basically is like the bottom of the barrel for mm. the gov kind of la-di-da, you know, let's have a rap, let's have a joke about. Like, this one's got a lot more... <laughs> darker undertones we really kind of tuck into some of the more miserable thoughts that we have which is obviously a reflection of, of everything that's going on yeah that was pretty much uh where i was sort of uh thinking like you know it, it was a very upbeat first record uh i was thinking you know due to uh the way that it has been for uh, pretty much people across the east coast especially sydney and melbourne in 2021 I was like, well, yeah, where's this, uh, is this going to go? Is it like, is this your Empire Strikes Back to your Star Wars, a bit of a darker tone? <laughs> and the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's still some happier tunes on there, but there, we definitely have more darker tunes on there. And it's annoying as well because you don't want to do that. Like me personally, when it, when someone's rapping about everything that's going on, like I, I'm just like, oh, not another song about COVID. I don't care. Like. Just give me a song about the summertime. Like I just want to, I just want to forget, you know. But at the same time, when you, I know that the reason why all these rappers are talking about it is because it's all we're allowed to think about, basically. You know, it's just like, and when it's your whole life, you have to get it out. Like, and and if music is your therapy, like it is for most rappers, I think mm. you have to get it out on a song. So even if it's not COVID related, if it makes you feel very introspective and you spend 20 days in the house, not really interacting with anyone, you start to think about all the things that chip away at your, you know, at your ego or whatever, your insides and stuff. And then that's what's going to come out in your lyrics just to make you feel better. So, Oh, 100%. We got, you know, you just got to come out. It's got to come out. So we tried to balance it. Like we had fun songs on there too, but yeah. Yeah, it's hard to write party tracks when you're not allowed to party. Uh, (laughs) Exactly right, man. You don't want to lie either, you know. (laughs) Yeah, it's like yeah, I've been because then you might you might get investigated. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you might come knocking on the door. Yeah, whoever this MP3 that you recently uploaded. Yeah, exactly. DA can play this motherfucking tape in court. I kill you. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I actually, I was sort of thinking, yeah, uh, Gladys and uh, the goons and whatever might be over, but I Gladys is out. I don't even know the name of yeah, your new premiere. Yeah, she took the swerve. She took the swerve out. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, oh, I can't remember it right now. Yeah, it's but like yeah some, some other guy. Some new Some guy. other trust fund, super rich, out-of-touch dude, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, he might be all right, but I got a feeling he probably isn't. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I think I read some things early and they're like, you know, like list these, these things and this person's could be our new premiere. I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. Yeah. I, like, I, it's it's interesting that to know that 
now, because of all this, I now know about some level of state politics due to, you know, I guess everyone sort of being on the same boat when it comes That's to true. Rona. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone definitely was paying a lot more attention to the politician. Mm. It's like, you know, everyone can name most of the, the Avengers, but they couldn't name the last, like, five or six premiers, you know? <laughs> like, it's just one of them things, you know? Oh, I I couldn't have named the uh, New South Wales Premier if you put a gun to my head two years ago. I'd be like, what? Who? Uh, do you have- I, I mean, I've read her name a million times and I can't even pronounce it, so I'd die anyway, even though I didn't know who she was. <laughs> yeah. so I probably still can't say it now. Bridgerkin whatever. Sorry, Gladys. Yeah, my wife can say it perfect. I've heard her say it, and I was like, is that how you say it? Like, yeah, I can't remember now. I'm terrible with that anyway. I'm always bad. Whenever I look at certain words, I just think, how the hell am I going to say this? I have no idea. I'm English as well, so my inflections are totally wrong on so many things. And, with, and with our Premier, I've, I actually interviewed him when he was the opposition leader like uh, five or six years ago. He was, wow, he was that's at, crazy. He, he was at a, a local uh, a local show, like agricultural show, the Wanneroo show in uh, Perth, Western Australia. I was there for the uh, community station I was uh, volunteering slash managing kind of at the time. So, you know, I had a little shift there and Mark's there and he came over. He seemed like a nice dude. And so far, <laughs> yeah, it seems to hold to form. I was like, all right, this guy's pretty cool. You know, seems like a nice well, enough go. guy. I don't really vote. I do now, but at the time I didn't. I hadn't voted in 10 years, so I had remember having a uh, an argument with uh, some ATO guy on the phone where he's like, well, you voted over here and uh, blah, 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 and we could just take your voting rights off of you. And I was like, fine, fuck you, I will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, see, then I won't. Bye, take me off. And I didn't vote for 10 years, <laughs> which is terrible. Crazy. Uh, this will be on the podcast. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, sometimes it's like, what do you want, a turd sandwich or a drink of piss like what do you want like you know yeah. pick one yeah you know? <laughs> like it's um it's wholly uninspiring overall uh the uh, the general politics uh level you know whatever level it is from uh from state and once again i actually don't mind mr mcgowan as, as i've said i've spoke to the guy for like 15 minutes once when he was you know before he was premier but you know same guy and, and he so, made a good enough impression that he, was like, he seems genuine you know? like, no this guy's this guy's cool he's fine uh and yeah. and you know 15 minutes is a pretty good time to sort of get a judge and that's you know, in between sort of talk breaks where you're just like oh yeah but you know like sort of a bit more banty kind of thing before you start talking about whatever yeah 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 decent bloke um and, but apart from like I've I've met local council people and all that kind of thing through you know community radio and whatever you know I don't really do that anymore in this role but yeah they just seem like empty suits and and that's almost to a man man and woman like it, I remember even meeting Pauline Hanson in Tari once and I just <laughs> I gave her the cold shoulder I was just like. Bye, bitch. <laughs> I gave her no respects because she deserves none. I, I imagine she's used to it, though. Yeah, it just I just gave her just gave her this look of like, oh yeah. Everyone else, like anyone else that was there, like the half of people were kind of fawning, like, oh, Pauline, and I'm just like, I was. It, it took a lot to not just go, 
you're a fucking horrible bitch. (laughs) (laughs) This is all podcast stuff, by the way. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's the thing. Even if you had have done, even if you had have done, like she would have, she would have, uh, she would, she would have been so used to hearing that anyway. Oh, because they they get it all the all the time. My favorite clip is little hater blockers on. They're just like whatever. Yeah, they just don't care. Exactly. Oh, my favorite clip ever is uh, a. I think it was it was some lady and she was at her business and uh, Pauline was there and didn't appreciate Pauline and basically said, nah, you're not welcome here. Get out. There's, there's a video online of somebody kicking them out of a cafe or something. I'm just like. Yeah, power to them. Well done. Thank you. Thank you for that. I, if I had a cafe, I'd do that myself. But <laughs> your, mo- your money is not welcome here. Anyway, moving on. Uh, anyway, let's talk about the release. Again. The album, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's get back on. Let's get back on track. Back um, on track. Album, uh, there's a. There's Did like, you have a listen? Have you listened to it? Did you have a full on listen to it? I've uh, I I had a, like a squiz so far, but I actually haven't sat down and given it the full listen yet. So the full playthrough, yeah, the yeah, full, the full journey, as they yeah, say, the full journey. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in all, on uh, once again, this is. I'm going to leave this all in for podcast. Um, I was building. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was building outdoor furniture yesterday for like most of the afternoon. <laughs> so that's probably when that's I'm, yeah. I was like running errands and I got the. That's the perfect yesterday. time to pump the album, mate. It would have been the, some furniture. Uh, it would have, but I had I didn't want to upload it to my phone just in case. You know, like I don't know if it's going to end up on like, you know, I don't trust iTunes not to have kind of leaks. Oh, yeah. So I was <laughs> it's funny it. actually because like. You know, normally, like when you put albums out and that, like people don't care. But when we got that number one album, mm. all these torrent sites, like our album was popping up on all of them and that, because they must just have groups of people that, like, as soon as it's in the top ten or top twenty or whatever, they just rip it and upload it because they assume everyone wants it. And it was funny just seeing torrents of our album popping up in places. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, uh, I, I, I got reminded, and I got reminded of this because I remember hearing some uh, things about some uh, people within our industry and uh, albums ending up on these torrent sites and that kind of thing, like yours and a couple other folks. And uh, yeah, I, I I could never do that. Like, it's it's breaking the trust. Yeah, between... I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously not yourself, but you know, like, there's all these people that that, that just do it, like little like crews of pirate crews you know they just they just rip the top 20 it doesn't matter whether it's underground hip-hop pop whatever they just yeah. like top 20 rip it put it up to the community that's what they do and we were part of popular music for that little week there we were you know bigger than jesus <laughs> <laughs> indeed so uh look uh it's from the little bits that I have heard so far, like um, I, I I will actually sit down and listen to the uh, full record before I uh, pick my uh, tracks. I know there's a a, a track that's going to be pretty much the single, so we'll be playing that. But also we'll be playing uh, something pretty exclusive as well on mm-hmm. the show. So we'll introduce those radio wise when we do that. But uh, this record is due when. Guys, it's October the twenty first. So, what's the date today? First, oh, it's my birthday today. The first thing. Oh, that's right. Over. Happy birthday, by the way. Yeah, thank you, mate. There, yeah, yeah. So it's literally. 
a week a week away. It's a week yeah. away, and uh, a yeah, time a of away. time of air. It's uh, it's pretty much out. Yeah, it's in, in out in a few days. So yeah, twenty first of October, and that's uh, all streaming services. Are you going to be putting all out streaming on... services? Everything. Yeah. Is there going to be? We've got hard copies too. Ooh. So on our actual website, the mm-hmm. Rival Empire Records yes. Um We've got the hard copies on there. I drew a comic as well. I don't know if you... Did you get the hard copy last time? I don't know. I um, sent a bunch out. I don't, I, I don't think I did. So I'll, I'll talk to you about that afterwards. Yeah, you might have just <laughs> got the preview. The, yeah, the preview uh, The preview link maybe. Yeah, but yeah. I think so. So I did a comic for the last one. I've done another comic for this one as well. So, Ooh. you know, me and Losty were superheroes and that, you know. Nice. Trying to save the world from garbage hip hop. <laughs> so, I, like uh, I mean, it's all tongue and cheek, really. I don't even care most of the time, you know what I mean, about these uh, mumblers. I don't care. They don't actually emotionally affect me, but uh, yeah. it's funny to sort of poke fun at them a little bit, you know. But um, yeah, so we've got the comic and the, and the CD together, and we're going to do like a run of shirts just with the artwork, just for the, you know, for like a month or so. Oh, yeah. So if people want them, they can get them then, and then they're and then they're done. Indeed. So uh, look, this is uh, this. From what I've heard, this is going to be an excellent record. <laughs> <laughs> not do, not doing my journalistic integrity at all any favors, but uh, that being said, I'm not a journalist right. and uh, I don't have. Right. You can always cut that bit out and ask you, mate. Don't worry about it. Just no. pretend that you've listened to it. It's fine. You're going to chop it up anyway. So let's just, we'll go from here and we'll just pretend that you listen to it. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> just to let you know, I've actually heard like three or four, but now yeah, not actually listened to the whole journey. Uh, but you know what? That's uh, <laughs> podcasts keep all this stuff in and I actually like sounding like I uh, have flaws, which I have many. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh the record uh give it a plug where's it gonna be everywhere so it's gonna be everywhere itunes spotify um i don't know visa youtube mm-hmm. all the all the places where you can you know realistically stream music it is gonna be there and so yeah go and fill your ear holes a couple of the songs that are on there they've already been released as singles as well so yeah you go on to them and have a look uh, what me and Losty did sort of over the course of the last year and a half or so, you'll see a couple of them, me and him together, you know, that they did, they did all right, you know, <laughs> so give them a little crack, see how they, see how they go for you. But yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean like in regards to actually some actual information about the album, like obviously we were recording it together originally in my studio. Yeah. Like Losty didn't have anything set up at home. And then when, COVID first hit, we were like, oh, okay, we'll just take a little break. We'll just write some bits. And then it started to go just like on and on and on. And then Lofty was like, I'm actually going to have to set up a studio at home to do this. And so there was a big period there where we were setting him up there, getting his mic set up. And then now we're in the process where we can send vocals back and forth to each other all the time, you know? And it just, it's, it's, it's like we've, we've smoothed it out, you know? So he recorded, so half of the album was recorded at mine, the other half was recorded, his vocals were all recorded at his and then sent through and that's how we had to do it, sort of, what's the, what's the, what's the word, cut and pay, slap dash, um, jobby lobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, slap too, and tickle. I, slap and tickle, you know, we'll go with slap and tickle. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but it, it's going to be excellent. So uh, definitely go and uh, cop this record. Uh, Big Red Cap, thank you very much for your time on BRL. Not a problem at all. And uh, now you're going to enjoy a world premiere of uh, the next single that we're going to drop with the album on the day. It's called Pressure, and it features the home slice, Double L, who's an absolute legend, and it was amazing getting up on the album. Perfect. That's how we'll go out. <laughs> yeah, there you go, mate. Support the show that supports the scene. Patreon.com slash B-R-L-S-O-N. It's pretty much a dollar a show. Plus, I'll give you extra stuff, exclusive shows and content, and there are levels to this game as well, including a advertising package, which is cheaper than our normal one. So sign up and support the show that supports your scene. Patreon.com slash BRL, son.